What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Carpool Gaming for our Last of Us Deep Dive post show for episode six titled Endure and Survive. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host for this wonderful adventurous events. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Court of Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalonde. What's up, Court? Hey, just got off the ice. Got a- So for, for those at home, if we had smell-o-vision, I kind of smell. Well, you know, just things yeah i mean I've been on the ice for three hours sean listen, i haven't showered i have just come home straight to doing content listen you're just trying to get into that last of us mindset right deodorant yeah, doesn't no exist no showers don't got no hot water unless you go find bill and of course this week we're very stoked to be joined by the pants man himself mr sean capri what's up sean Stoked to be here, man. I could. I feel like every episode, uh, I have not been able to jump on with you guys. And I'm like, man, I'd really like to talk about this one. And every single time, including this week, it's like, this is one that we need to talk about. This is so good. Uh, I just need to jump in and say, like, I actually had a physical reaction in my chair. I found myself like an old lady watching her favorite episode <laughs> of Matlock, clutching to my pearls and my old man blanket. But good to be here. Good to chat with you guys. I've got my coffee and I'm ready to go. We are ready to go. Of course, this week we're going to be spoiling everything to do with episode six of The Last of Us, of course, airing early this week to get out of the way of the superb owl on Sunday. So make sure you go check it out if you haven't yet already. Go watch the episode, then come back here and hang out with us. Of course, if you're listening to us, thank you. We appreciate all of you. Go to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. Do all the things. We appreciate you all very, very much. But let's talk, guys, because I'm going to get into it. But before we spoil the living daylights out of this episode, Court, Quick, quick thoughts and feelings. No spoilers just yet. What did you think of the episode? I'm going to let Sean go first. I'm going to let Sean go first. He's had to listen to four episodes of all, all of us doing it and like always texting me yeah. about it. You can go first, Sean. I think you guys, and you guys are doing a great job of this, by the way. Um, and if people are jumping in for the very first time, there's other episodes. We've done this on Carpool Gaming every single time. It's difficult because they're all great. Like I, and I was just giving a friend of mine a hard time for saying everything that like something he enjoys is great. I'm like, there's it can't all be a plus, right? <laughs> and then I watched this, and I, I think it is. I think this is all a plus. Um, I just overall a wonderful quick adaptation here. Um, you know, I just think that there's something with one of the characters that is a little different from from the game. The game that I just thought it added to a little more of the peril and interest and intrigue in some of these characters. Um. But dude, like what a the the way that they're able to faithfully recreate what happened and our experiences in the games, but still make a difference. I feel like I'm still watching something new and I don't know what's going to happen. And I, like I found myself out loud, like expressing myself throughout this episode. And that never happens to me watching movies or shows or anything. Like I literally said, like, oh, wow. Like, oh, no. And <laughs> I, I felt like the annoying person in the living room. Like my wife is watching and she's enjoying it, too. But I'm like, oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. I can't believe this is happening. So, yeah, I definitely wanted to um, jump on and chat with you guys because I was talking through the episode. Just like I couldn't contain myself. I, I, I want to hit on what you just said on something new because I almost I, I'm feeling the exact same way because well, I think it's safe to say this now. This is the best video game adaptation to small screen we have ever seen. A lot of people I remember were like The Witcher, but The Witcher like, oh, I, see. I don't know. I didn't I didn't, I didn't feel watch the it. same way. I didn't feel the same way. I didn't like it. Um, I, I like Henry Cavill. I didn't like his portrayal of Geralt. I just didn't like it. I didn't think it it was there the thing i'm really enjoying about this is they give they keep to the source material but they adapt it for television Mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest issue sometimes video games have 
when they try and adapt it to either the small screen or the big screen. Like Assassin's Creed is the perfect example of what they even did there doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> they didn't stick to the source material and they just it just didn't make any sense. But with The Last of Us, they have stuck to the source material but changed it because, and I know we've talked about this off air many a times, you can't just have fight scene after fight scene like you do in the video game. Like mm -hmm. cutscene, fight scene, cutscene, fight. Like that's pretty much what we get in the game. You can't do that. That's not television. You couldn't have that. Right. We have these momentous things that happened at the end of the last episode where you have this huge spectacle happen, but you need to build up characters. You need to have these things. And that's why we get a character like Kathleen. Um, yep. We get a character like Perry. Perry. We get more Platypus. changes to Henry and Sam that in backstory that we didn't have before. Um, so I'm very happy with everything i even at first i remember hearing about all these changes and i'm like huh and i i wanted to be skeptical because unfortunately in society that's that's our first thing to do mm -hmm. let's focus on the negativity and never focus on the positive um you know that social experiment that i've been trying is just working like you always get flies to poo right so <laughs> i have been very happy with this and i think the thing that i'm the most happy about is so many more people are getting to enjoy something that i've loved for mm -hmm. so long and the things that they've done to this have made me love it more. And it makes me feel like I'm experiencing for the first time. I think you both completely nail that. Like the way that they're adapting the show is just, is not just here's the game again. They keep making subtle changes. And even for us coming into it from a background of knowing the story, knowing what's going to happen, I still find myself, like my expectations being messed with. There are certain moments in this episode where I'm like, are they going to stray very yep. far from the path here and just like again even if just that suspension of belief that 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 kind of gray area of like hold on is just so is so incredibly like gratifying to go through because again you'd expect us to know every story beat you'd expect us to know everything that's happening but they keep messing with us in just little little ways along the way that just kind of being like hold on wait are are we right here is this where this is going i keep waiting for this show to miss and it just doesn't Every footstep, every moment, every line of dialogue that I keep expecting something to take me out for some for a second, something for me to be like, oh, I don't know if I like that. They have not missed a single step, and I genuinely don't know if they're going to for the rest of the season. Like yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely in love with this, and like you guys already mentioned, the fact that there's so many more people who are now jumping in, the fact that viewership keeps climbing week to week. So I'm so curious to see the numbers when they come out this week, because I think last week we ended off what like 7.5 million, for, uh, like an yeah, increase they from, like, by, they're growing on average like 20 to uh, 25 to 30 percent each week, which is and which is unheard of. Game of Thrones has never done that. No show in the history of HBO, including The Sopranos, has grown viewership. It's usually after episode three, it'll either stay the same or go down. And mm -hmm. then when they premiere the next season, it shoots right back up. Yep. Um, that is not happening. I think that that has it's a huge kudos, obviously, to a lot of what's going on here. But I think especially it just seems like there's this show more than those shows is going somewhere. Like it seems mm -hmm. like there's a destination and it seems like so much tv and this is why i don't really watch all that much is like it exists just to exist and like whatever the ending is whatever this is pretty clear from the start that they're going on a journey for a very specific reason it's like you don't drop off on that um it be, especially because every one of these moments every episode is so interesting i think that why would you so that's that is encouraging but i, I think that's something special here and as far as the storytelling for tv i think one thing that that Neil understands, Neil Druckmann um, understands to a to a degree that nobody else seems to, 
is something so fundamental in that the perspective is different from video game to TV. In video games, you play as one person, you get that one character's perspective the entire time, and how boring that would be for TV. Mm-hmm. Just to have one one person's perspective to be over their shoulder for the entire journey. Like, that's what a lot of, I think, video game adaptations try to do, and I think that's why it's lame. I think that's why it just doesn't really work. You try to shoehorn something into that perspective, and there's freedom here to go. There's something else happening over here and to the to the credit of people who enjoyed the last of us part two more than part one that is what makes part two pretty interesting is you do get to see what's happening on the other side as well so that's enough for me though for preamble i think we can well it's interesting you mentioned perspective sean because there's something that i've been noticing about is anytime joel and ellie are together it's always from the perspective of ellie now the reason Mm. i say this and in the game we're always the perspective of joel Throughout mm-hmm. the whole game, like spoiler alert here, it's the perspective of Joel, except a certain part. It's the perspective of Joel. Here it's different. And the reason why I say that is when they first get to Kansas City and they crash the car in, which I still I can't believe how one to one it is of the video game when yep. they get yeah. crash. Yeah. But Joel kills a character off camera every single time. Ellie sees none of it, but we see Ellie's reaction to right. knowing True. what's happening. And then in this episode, the exact same thing happens. And it's almost like they've become one. Um, When Joel is up in that house and he's protecting her, um, because we'll get into it, but I'm just saying, I'm using this. He is looking, we're seeing it from her perspective and he can see it. Yeah. It all, but we're seeing it from her perspective, which is, which, which I love even more because, and you mentioned about Neil Druckmann. That's the one thing I love. Like if they're going to adapt these video games, have the person who wrote it and directed it in the first place be on the show. A hundred percent, because like um, Court, I think you mentioned before, like the the official podcast with Craig Mazin, you know Troy Baker and Neil Druckmann, and I've been catching up on the episodes, and it's fascinating to hear about how because I I think all the kudos should be thrown to Neil, but also Craig and the, evidently like the the executives at HBO who are really like bouncing back. Craig is like. And that's the beauty of having Neil there is Craig is asking all these questions. Why is this happening? How does this exist? Right. How do you do this? How does this work? Bur- mm-hmm. Burrowing in until all these finer points, which then they work together to like adapt out in a way that like fundamentally elevates the experience that we already know in, in a, such a different way. So without further ado, folks, let's get into the, let's get into heavy spoilers. Everybody, this is your, your this is your spoiler warning. We're about to spoil the ever living daylights out of the entire episode. Um, of course, we ended last week, you know, seeing Henry and Sam for the first time. They snuck up on Joel and Ellie when they were they were sleeping away, even though they're all the glasses down. Um, you know, Joel let his guard down. We come up, we catch up on Henry and Sam, and we spend the beginning of the episode kind of learning about the backstory. And my God, like could like I was already depressed knowing that we were going into the Henry and Sam episode. I love those characters, and for them to just even like make the entire experience of those two characters even more fundamentally 3D. Like the fact that Henry is, you know, why he kind of, you know, sold out to Fedra. The entire backstory with Sam. They just took two already tragic characters and they're like, let's make them more depressing. Let's it's collaborate. Hashtag Matt was right. I want to I want to give Matt kudos because so far he's been almost bang on um, on what is about to happen. But he said in last week's episode that he thought Sam, uh, sorry, Henry was following Joel and Ellie. It wasn't just happenstance that they came across them. And we didn't know that. And what did we get at the very beginning of the episode? We get a backstory and we find out that Henry was there when he saw Joel 
pretty much save his life without even realizing because they were about to come to us. So when Joel crashed that car in, they were about to raid the house where Henry and Sam were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like destiny, everything's about destiny in this episode. I love the fact that also the name of the episode was actually named after one of the comics from the game. I think that's awesome. And we get to finally have the, um, the comics found, but he was following him. So we actually had Henry go, you know what? This guy is going to be my ticket out of here. He saw how he handled everybody and he went to Sam and was like, all right, he started figuring out how I can get Sam boat because to Henry, nothing else matters except yep. Sam. And I love that. And I love the fact that when they had that conversation and Henry wasn't afraid to have it with Joel and tells him, this is why I did this and this is who I am. Joel at first is angry. Mm-hmm. But then Joel all of a sudden looks, you can actually see it in the scene. He looks at Ellie and then looks back and totally gets it. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Like there was... So much um, powerful scenes in this episode. Yep. Um, a lot like the The Last of Us remake where I walked away and was like, this is a totally different video game. This is a totally different experience of this show for me of this story that I've already, you know, lived through four times. Sean, I, so you mentioned already that you had like a very visceral reaction to this episode. What is it about Henry and Sam and what is it about the way that they've messed with their storyline a little bit in ways that I think really do deepen them as characters? What is it about it that like kind of really stood out to you? I don't know, man. Like, I I get emotional thinking about it, as I think um, many of us on this uh, spoiler cast kind of train have have been on. Um, It just brings them to life. And I I think it's an interesting thing, at least for me, like that I do know what's going to happen. And your point earlier was well said that like there's these little extensions that you make you wonder, are they going to are they going to do this? Like, is Sam going to die? Like, is is that going like because who knows what's going to they everything that they've done so far brings everything else into question. You know, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like um, I, maybe should I get my hopes up? Maybe is this going to extend something like it, it like is the is the blood magic, the magic blood going to going to work? Mm-hmm. I didn't think it would, but it just seemed like she was, um, you know, giving him a little bit of hope or something. Um, but I don't. Uh, yeah, it's just the extra time, the extra perspective, the the care and the reason why everybody is doing what they're doing makes it all the more tragic when it doesn't work out. Like it's just every ounce of energy, every they're scrapping for every inch that they can progress forward in life. And it's still not enough. I think that's really at the, at the base of it that gets, that really gets to me. And even though I want them to succeed, I know they won't. And I think that's where that inner conflict comes from. That's where I start to like, my body actually starts to twist a little bit. I want them to be okay. And if they can just do this, but man, going through the tunnels, not the best plan. And there's this optimism with Henry and there's this realism with Joel that kind of come together, Mm -hmm. I think in this episode that I think they get further than Joel thought they would, but still not as far as Henry wanted to and that's where things kind of collide for me and i think that's what audiences are enjoying with this it's not just the game it's all of those story elements smashed together so perfectly I, and I, I i i'm loving the humanity that's happening with joel yes joel is becoming more and more more each episode he's becoming more and more the joel from episode one before everything happened mm-hmm. so in episode one before oh, everything happens yeah. Before everything sure. happens, he is a dad. He is becoming more and more a dad. There's this scene right at the very beginning where 
Sam, uh, Henry asks Joel a question and Joel gives this monotone. He's like, I don't know the way you like your tone. And then um, Ellie like throws back. He's like, oh, he's just whatever. And he's like, just say it. And then Joel says it again. And Ellie gives him the look of yeah. like, come on, dad. Yeah. Like the same <laughs> thing your kid would give to you gives mm-hmm. the exact same look. And then I, I, I want to jump just to the very ending of it on the humanity. Because if you remember in the very first episode, Joel throws a kid's body yep. into the fire and he has zero emotion about this. Mm-hmm. He is now gone from, he has Bill, nothing happens. He never sees a dead body. But this is the first time we see Joel bury the body. Yep. Yeah. He treats it like that person. He had respect for that person. He treats him like a person again. He is not desensitized as much as he am. He's becoming more human almost. Um, and I think that's a build up to the ending that we know we're all going to obviously get. But you're getting um, more humanity from Joel. And that's we get Ellie point. who finally turns. Ellie, everything about this has been a big joke. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. when Sam dies, it breaks her. It does. It breaks yeah. her to her core. She's like, are we going west? Is this way west? Like, she's done. Yeah. She is Joel from episode one. And Joel now is Ooh. is more, um, he's, he's, he's treating Ellie like that's his daughter. Like, he loves her now. Like, I love the fact that in this episode, we got more of Joel loving Ellie like when he's sitting there and they're inside the school and he's just watching her play, he's happy. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Cause I love the fact that you both brought this up because we do see more of Joel in, in a sympathetic light. And especially not just, we st- we're seeing how his relationship with Ellie is affecting him outside of that. Because like you mentioned court, when him and Henry first have that conversation, he's upset, he's angry. And while he starts to understand, he actually comes to apologize for it later. Right. Like when they're in the bunker, he actually says, like, I'm sorry I reacted that way. That wasn't fair. I don't know you. I don't know why you did what you did. And like, again, the fact that we're getting more of that Joel showing through already is fantastic because, again, it makes perfect sense. And Sean, like you alluded to with the, you know, um, once we discover that Sam's been, you know, infected and Ellie's like desperately trying to use her, you know, blood magic to do it. There was a moment there where I was like, hold on. Is, is that this gonna, gonna work? work? Yeah, and like <laughs> I, I, I knew it wouldn't. I knew it wouldn't. Right, but again, right. it's just this like suspension of being like you know finding a bit of hope in each one of these episodes to be like, hold on, is it gonna be okay? And then of course well, they dash you out. They you know they dash you after, and the the fallout for it becomes that much more traumatic because like Ellie thought she could save him. You know, like she thought that they were going to wake up in the morning and everything was going to be okay. Joel and Henry go to bed thinking that everything is totally clear. They don't even know. They have no idea. He even has, Joel even says to Henry at one point and says, you know, the kids, they don't have the same stress as us through all this. Yes. And we've got to be the strong ones for them because they have no one to depend on. And then it totally flips the script. Yep. There's a lot about underestimating kids in this. Kathleen at the very end, she says, kids' lives aren't important. Yep. And what kills her? A child clicker. clicker. Which, by the way, which, by the way, she chooses like her arc was actually unbelievable. A character that never existed in this world before had such a great arc because in the previous episode, we didn't know whether we should hate her or love her. And she seemed so nice in this episode. We saw her at the very, when she's in her, her brother's room, she turns to Perry and goes, is this, uh, is this, um, is this number seven to you? Or is it number one? 
because she's pretty much like threatening him. It better be yeah. number one important that we find these because this guy ratted out and killed my brother. And she admits that her brother was like, hey, I want you to forgive him. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Because and then what does Perry say? Perry's like, you know, you got us here. Yep. So she turns everything, everything that she stood for. And she says, I'm doing this for everybody. She made the whole thing about her. And what happens? She kills everybody because she doesn't let things go. So like Sam's talking about Henry's like, I need to um, Henry has his redemption and he tries to give himself up. Mm -hmm. And she's like, nah, you're all going to die. She turns into the villain. She asks the people where Henry is. She tells them that they're going to be on trial, whatever. And then she walks away and says, kill them all. She becomes the thing that she was fighting against. Exactly. And so her and isn't that is like, it's crazy. The theme, like, it's interesting now because I feel like this show is actually being built in a way that recognizes the second game yes. in a way that the first game didn't recognize the second game. The Where Joel is going, this theme of forgiveness versus vengeance, I think is heavily uh, portrayed in this that definitely leads into what we'll get into season two and maybe even season three. We'll see. Um, but I agree with you, Ask man. Like, what it, has to what it, right it's got to be yep. split into I, yeah just keep this thing going just just take your time everything is everything is great i want to go back to the moment with um with ellie and sam when he turns and that that moment where you think oh maybe everything is okay is extended a beat because of an important change that they did for sam in that he's hard of hearing yeah he you know, and he's communicating through through sign language. And for that reason, as a as an infected, he can't hear Ellie behind him. So it actually you get that extra beat where he seems OK. It looks like he's just staring out the window. He's not an erratic, you know, mindless monster. He's just sitting there. And I just felt like that, along with the rest of the journey, that that extra moment that you have to spend with him to communicate either writing something down or or sign language. It's that extra level of care, I think, is maybe why they did this. Um, I, You know, the, the mean people on the Internet will go like, oh, they just got to fill in another spot, check off another box. But I felt like this just made you care for for Sam that much more. He's that much more vulnerable and and precious. Break Ellie. To break Ellie. To break Ellie. Good point. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point, because I, I was thinking about it more from an audience perspective. But you're right. Like, this is... He serves as a as a turning point, which I don't always love, like the death of a character to serve as a plot point for another. It was tough, man. It was. And they almost made it. That's the thing. They were they're so close. And I don't know if it was a bite or a scratch or whatever. But yeah, something on the it looked like it happened when they were under the car. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing about the show is that like and I love that you brought up Kathleen again, because, again, the entirety of the show is like is just fundamentally built on love and the perversion of it and like how the lengths that mm. they'll go, right? Because like Kathleen, again, is operating out of love for her brother and her loss there, you know? Henry is acting out of the love that he has for Sam and how he's trying to protect him. And one thing that Court and I spoke about last week that like I'm really glad that, you know, paid off really well this week is like we weren't sure why is Kathleen so after Henry? Why are all of these things happening? And I was a little bit worried that they were going to kind of, you know, pull their punches with the choices that Henry made with the choices that Kathleen made, that she didn't end up being a sympathetic hero of a character that sacrifices herself for anything. They stuck to their guns and they made these characters double down on their beliefs and what they did. Henry did what he did is to get cancer medication for Sam. He sold out his hero, 
right? You could hear the way that he was talking about Michael and the level of respect that he had for him and just how everything ends up falling apart just because of love or, the, or, or how, you know, the things that it makes you do. Well, that was the whole message of the episode, right? Exactly. Kathleen the game too. Loved her brother so much. Well, that, yeah, it is the, the, that she chose her selfish, her, her goal over everybody. They knew. And what, what did we say, Matt? When we saw the floor move, we said, that was Kathleen. She had a choice right there. Yep. The floor moved. Perry turned to her and said, we need to deal with this. And she said, let's just put it aside. It's just like when you throw the dishes in the sink, you're like, I'll deal with it later. Yeah. It's still there. So she was like, let's deal with this later. They're soaking court. Her? It's going to be fine. They're soaking the, yeah. the dishes. They're soaking. <laughs> okay, yeah. um, it's part of the process. It's not. But it's, <laughs> she, 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 um, she, we said to her, that will be her downfall. That was when she, her arc changed. She made a choice mm-hmm. and her Big choice time. was my, my, my thing is more important than the, than the everybody's Collective good. Yeah. She killed everybody in Kansas city by making that choice. And they could have dealt with the issue. And that issue came back to literally came back to bite them. Oh yep. snap. And like, I, I want to bring, like, I want to like jump ahead to that scene a little bit because of course we got the infamous sniper alley scene, right? Which, Ooh. which is, we should, you know, straight from the game, even the way that everything goes down and how it's handled. But the major turn there is the introduction of the, you know, of the bloater and the infected. And like, man, what a scene when that ground, you know, when that truck goes in, I was expecting just the bloater. And then for them to have this like massive onrush of infected moving in the way that they did, like it was horrifying. Like seriously, like it was straight out of like, like at that point we're in full zombie movie mode, right? Mm -hmm. Like the fire in the background, the night. And again, very quick thing. I'm so glad that all of these night scenes, you can see what's going on because it's becoming (laughs) way too difficult for some of these shows that make, you know, literally the scenes as dark as possible and you can't tell what's going on. But the fact that- Game of Thrones? A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, dude, like the, how horrifying the entire nature of that scene was as like, you know, Perry gets his head literally ripped off, right? Dude, Uh, no, keep, I'm sorry. I'm just reacting. Like literally, I can't even contain myself as you're talking about this. That was Mortal Kombat right there. It was the game, but it was the game. Like I thought that was the Easter egg for like when you're playing as Joel and you you die against what, like he rips your face off, man. Like. And and he, oh, what a way to go for this! What an ending for this character who was nothing in the game. Well, and no, a short he's not nothing thing. in the game because he's in he the was, game. He was Tommy, right? He's a real person. He's Joel's know, brother. We, that that's the best part. Like yeah. the actor that's playing Perry is actually in the game. I understand that. I yeah yeah. yeah. Now that we I also love that. I love everyone. the fact that a lot of the actors and actresses from the game so you get good to see them in the show exactly. But, well, that was confusing for me. I'm looking at him. I'm hearing him. I'm like, who is it? Because they hadn't really said his name, yep. Perry. I'm like, is this? Tommy, like, what yep. is he doing? He's all geared up here. But in any case, I thought that that like Perry's end was so graphic, but not mm-hmm. at the, like exactly. it was in the background. Yeah. And you're well, really looking, and man, like the the brutality of these monsters. Holy, nailed it! They absolutely nailed it. Like top tier zombie movie scene. Holy crap! And well, the- Perry had Perry made a choice too, right? Because he originally brought the whole thing about like, hey, who cares about Henry and Sam? Let's deal with this thing. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to find her in this episode. And so he's already made the choice there. He's like, and you could tell his character did want to deal with them right then and there. Yep. And then he has a choice. She gives him a choice. We either deal with my issue or we care about the collective. And he's like, well, you got us here. And he makes a choice and he signs his own death warrant. Exactly. But the thing I loved about the sniper scene is Joel, who is a ex-military, knows his stuff, knows a way around a gun, mm-hmm. jams a gun mm-hmm. because he is so 
wrapped up in protecting Ellie and no one else. When he had that sniper on, he didn't care about Henry and Sam. Yep. He is fixated on Ellie and his nerves got to him. He throughout this has been, you know, sure shotting. He's been great. And then he had to actually, when he jams that gun, he actually was able to calm himself down. His next shot, boom, yep. hits the driver of that truck. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, didn't, I didn't think it was a, it was him. I thought it was just a crappy old gun. I didn't read into it in that way that, that he did something to jam the gun, but you're well, no, right. He once, was going so quickly. So like once he gun, got over like, it, Oh he, really? He's going so quickly. Like he's going boom, 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 boom. boom and he's just firing that shot. He wasn't doing it methodically as yep. he's been. He's very methodic throughout. This was the first time we saw Joel panic being so reactionary and panic. Yep. Panic for the first time ever. Mm, yep. The whole episode, how many times have they asked, don't show you, the doctor says to uh, Henry, don't show that you're scared in front of Sam because mm-hmm. they can see it. Yep, Joel right. was scared. At that moment, he thought he was going to lose Ellie. And that wasn't going to happen. Right. And then well, they've just... done a great job of ramping up. The, I'm sorry, Matt. They, they've done a good job of ramping up these these conflicts, these um, these incidents like this is the biggest one yet. And mm-hmm. the last one they ran into was the biggest one at that point. The, like they keep getting bigger and bigger. Yes. And I don't know if they can keep it up because this oh, is I think they can. If we know what's this coming is warfare. Next week. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's there's a difference between sort of like all out warfare but to, or, you know, more intimate conflicts, more intimate ba- um, combat situations. So I don't know. Like this was. I, this was a little bit different too, even from the game. There's obviously the sniper situation, but it wasn't no, this. There no, wasn't no, no. no. There was there, there was, was no chaotic. infected. Yeah. There wasn't right. no, there was no infected. It was all in yeah, time. There was. There's the sniper. He's up in the sniper. You have infected at first. At first, not yeah. Like, when oh, you're getting like the army, not, yeah. not like this, infected, but not many. Not no, many. no, no. Yeah. no. The the main threat there is the people, right? And like the APC, right. and then then kind of you know sneaking right. out the back. And this is the first time that we've really seen like a three way conflict with you know with the with right. the rebels, with the infected, and with Joel, Ellie, and Henry and Sam all kind of vying to kind of get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And just how like again watching Ellie through the sniper scope and seeing everything that was going down, and then what culminated to one of the like most like chilling things with the with the clicker child. And that's just so Ugh. supremely because we've never experienced that in the game for good reason. I'm sure yeah, they don't want point. us to kill. Yeah. A, they don't want us to kill a kid, regardless if it's a clicker or not. For in this scene, for them to have a clicker child to be so viscerally going out, and then of course after Kathleen's entire speech of kids don't matter, for her to be taken down by a child that is a clicker is just so beautifully ironic. Like that's just it's such a like awful fate. And, like, again, like, just bone chilling. Like, I just, I was like, I cannot believe that we have a clicker that is a child. That is so unsettling in the very nature of what that is. And to see that thing just absolutely go to town on Kathleen and basically just take her out was just, oh, my God. Like, I I couldn't believe it. So fast moving and everything. And, two, the... We had that moment in the school uh, that in the tunnels and there's something that we skipped over from the game that I don't know if we need to go into detail here, but I feel like this kind of accomplished that part yep. where like there's you basically like discover this this tragic story of a family mm-hmm. and they had to, you know, euthanize the family but because of that. That's what we I'm saying. So we don't see it in, in the in, game. Yeah. It's from the game. You don't see it in the in the show. But instead, you get the you still get the impact that like children are impacted by this mm-hmm. in in this instance where this but, child has turned into an infected and well, gets they, Kathleen. They use that to make Joel even look at Ellie yeah, in a different way because Jolie has she, Joel. Joel's sitting there at the table. And what's Ellie doing? She's playing yes. like a kid plays. So what does Joel do? His brain is like that. That's Sarah. Like he he is now projecting. Like he is now. Oh my God, she is a kid. He's not seeing Ugh. her as cargo anymore. Yep. The episode before, he's like, "You're cargo," 
And they even make the joke when they're walking before they walk in the school. That's when Joel's like, um, Henry's like, oh, it's cool. It's fine. Look, there's no one in here. And he's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And then Henry's like, you can't lay off. You tell you. And she's like, he's not my dad. Yeah. But then they walk into that school and she's no longer cargo. When they leave that school, Ellie isn't cargo to Joel anymore. She finds the comic that love that Easter yes. egg. We get it. If we don't get a Firefly pendant by the end of this thing, I'm going to freak out. But still, <laughs> I she starts reading it to 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 Sam and she starts laughing and Joel starts letting those barriers down. And like I said, by the end of this arc, he's burying Henry and Sam that he like he cared for them. And that's, Old Joel would have just burned those bodies and not even cared. And and that's what I want to shout out to Court. It's just like Ellie and Sam's relationship throughout the entirety of the episode. I was a little bit worried, to be honest, going into this episode because I was like, Henry and Sam, for me, are some of the most important characters from the original game. Their impact and their storyline is one that like I still remember sitting there and playing for it for the first time. And I was a little bit worried that in the span of one episode to take us from introduction to their inevitable end i was like i don't know if one episode is going to be enough and again they nail it they the, they, they they give them room to breathe the fact that we see ellie actually be a child and the fact that they develop that relationship with her and sam the fact that the, you could see the respect growing between henry and joel and like just seeing ellie as a child and interacting with sam in such a fun like in a viscerally normal way that's the thing on any given day in our lives now of course they're kids playing but in that respect where they are especially for us coming into it from the game at this point those bunkers and knowing as you come across those letters in the game and to seeing how terribly like you know that entire situation went and how they all ended up dying for again us we know we have the context there but it was enough there for the you know for uh for somebody who hasn't played the games to understand what's going on and to see that everything start to change there and it's just it's haunting it's haunting and it's so it's so thing it's so like the the juxtaposition of this like bright and colorful playroom with like all this like you know like sun on the walls and like you know there's trees here. I love how they had the the the, the picture of the two Fedra soldiers still up there. That yeah, from the game. Yeah, that and was, it's just pretty cool. And it's just haunting to know what actually goes down there. That juxtaposition mm -hmm. of of bright and colorful to what is going down there. It's oh my god. When you talk about bright and colorful, you look at Henry has crayons for Sam. Yeah, that's his prep. But when they go into the tunnel, I don't know if you got you go you got to go back and watch it. Joel says to Ellie, "Get your gun yeah. out." Sam Henry gives a double take, like yeah. Henry's mind. That's a kid, and Joel's first thing when they get in there, Ellie, make sure you have your gun out, because Joel is thinking in a different wavelength. And like I said, by the end of it, that's not the way Joel's thinking. Like Joel's like, we should be sitting here, you know, burying our friends, and she's like, let's go. Yep. And then we, of course, we we eventually end on on them, you know, on their way out. Um, and again, Ellie, very obviously shaken, very broken in that moment. And Joel, I think we're going to start to see the inversion of the you know, relationship in the next episode where Joel is probably going to be talking a lot more than Ellie will. But before we kind of hop into kind of thoughts and, and you know, speculation for where we're going next, does anybody have anything else that they wanted to touch on from this episode before we kind of roll on forward? Um, Sean, I'll throw to you first. Yeah, I just had one. Again, it, this episode, for those of us who have played and experienced the game once or many times, um, it's so special, the, this extra beat. This is going to be my theme for the episode. And when the just before all the infected come out of the ground, there's a moment where it's Joel in the tower. Ellie's with with Henry and Sam and Kathleen and the army come up and I'm sitting there going, how are they getting out of this? Like mm -hmm. this wasn't in the game. So I'm very I'm like, is this where they 
where they die because i know ultimately like henry and sam don't really carry on in the journey like they could change it so much where you know henry's got his hands up and they just shoot him right in the head that's how vicious these people are and maybe something awful is going to happen to sam or maybe they take away l like i don't know where they're going to go with this right and so it's like it's this inescapable situation that they've put these characters in that's new for us and i think interesting for anybody who's watching it and that's where, again, old lady clutching her pearls in my, my, my blanket, like, what is going to happen? I'm literally asking that question out loud. And then the truck sinks down and I'm like, oh, my, like, it's perfect. It's new. It's exciting. And then the, the monsters come out, the infected come out. And it's just, and they give, they give the bloater, like, that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have done that shot a thousand different ways. And it's it's the reinforcements. It's like as if these thousand infected wasn't enough. It's this giant thing you've never seen before. They could have shown him like crashing through a wall or like jumping down or something like something else. And he's climbing out of this like pit Mm -hmm. in the ground, like emergence day, like gears of war kind of thing. I just felt like that moment, the way that 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 um, that scene took off was very interesting. And it gave Henry and Sam an out that was different from what I was expecting and that's probably one of my favorite moments so far. It's going to go down and like in my list, I really thought they're stuck. Something is going to happen. He's going to get taken off to jail or something. And, and they didn't. And it was the infected like whole, like, yeah, this three way kind of battle was super exciting for me. So I just wanted to hang on for a little bit because it's giving me, give me chills. I'm kind of sweating a little bit as I talk about it. Like my, I'm probably smelling like court a little bit here and I didn't even <laughs> skate on the ice or anything. I love that you bring that up because, again, similarly, I was really worried that Henry and Sam weren't going to – I really love their the way that their story ends and just because of how different it is. And, like, every death that we've experienced so far is different from the last. It isn't just infected messing them up. It isn't just this. It isn't just the other. And I was nervous there. I was like, are we going to lose the way that they go down in the kind of – in the right. kind of, you know, giant – battle that's going on right now and i'm so glad that we didn't but again just that that suspension of belief for a second that moment where you're like do i know what's gonna happen right they got them they've got they've yep. behind the car and they're like come out and he's like nope okay you've got me and it's like what is gonna happen? but yeah sam still needed to need to need to get bit or scratched or whatever so like they needed to come into contact with some of those infected it's just how do you do it so perfectly is my mm-hmm. question i just and I, I would love to know. People can leave comments below. I, I don't. I don't know that everyone is as super positive as as we have been. There's been I've, been, I've seen in the Discord, you know, chat about like this might have been a filler episode, this side or the other. I want to hear from people who aren't quite as like high on it, like what the perspective is. Not that I want to argue with anyone. I just kind of want to see what the other <laughs> like angle might be because I'm just Anyways. like completely over over top. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with it. And, like I have again, I have people like at work who are like ranting and raving who have know nothing about the source material. I know. But Court, anything to close out before we hop into speculation? No, I'd rather just hop right back in. I think I, I feel like I've talked already. My throat's a little 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 parched. A little parched? Um yes, okay. So we're coming up obviously on our final what seven, eight nine we have three yes, episodes nine episodes we have no, six seven eight nine so we have we have we're yeah, coming up only on the nine end. episodes John. yeah there's only nine no, i know episodes. but seven eight nine sounded short but yeah, six yeah, seven eight nine sounds six right. seven eight yeah. nine and obviously we already know for next week um we, you know if you've watched the trailer 
We're getting to Tommy. We're going to see them reunite. So in my mind, as I've kind of like I sat there and I kind of theory crafted, I think, you know, we in the initial trailer, we saw a couple of characters that we didn't know looking kind of sitting in the cabin. I think that's happening next episode. We're going to see everything go down with Tommy. Seven then becomes left behind. Eight then becomes winter. And then nine is the finale is, I think, the way that this is going to yeah. go. And I'm very, very curious to see how the next episode plays out. Because, again, in the game, it isn't a very long section. Right. Like this is like the ta- the where you reunite with Tommy isn't that that long. So I'm kind of curious how they're going to start pulling all this together. But Court, where do you think we're going? Well, here's my first. I'm going to be Matt. I'm going to be Kreskin because um, and for, for you kids out there, Kreskin is this thing from like, you know, the 1960s. This guy who could like figure out things and like he was a from magician Court's childhood. Well, yeah. like not mine, <laughs> but like Matt, you, hey, John, you know who Kreskin is, but I'm like nope. half these kids now. Oh, nope, no idea. Sorry, no. dude. Can't no, help you on that you're, one. You're old. Don't even go there. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I think I'm finally going to get my Firefly pendant. I think how I'm going to get it, though, is when they go see Tommy and they go back to his house. Okay. It's going to be hanging on the wall or it's going to be there. It's actually the perfect way to give us the Firefly. So like, specific. I, this I, I don't know how you can't not have it. It's been like every episode. I'm like, this is literally a collectible throughout the thing and we don't have it like they've already alluded to like special trophies and all that kind of stuff like they've done the names of trophies have been names of episodes of the name like they've done such a good job in going back to the game that i i don't see how neil Druckmann doesn't give us our firefly pendant but i think matt's bang on i think we're we're with tommy we're gonna end with joel uh being impaled and we're gonna go to winter And we're going to go to winter and we're going to start with Ellie walking through the snow. She's going to face David for the very first time. We're going to have the whole thing with David and then she's going to part and she's going to be thinking to herself. And that's when we get left behind. And that's how it's going. Like, that's what we're going to get. But I think next week we're going to get Colorado. We're getting Colorado. It's happening. I, um, I, we were looking at the preview and I was a little skeptical on where Joel was going, but Matt, Matt relooked at it and it's, they're going towards the university. So they're being chased there instead of meeting them there. It looks like they're being chased there. Mm -hmm. Then Ellie and them are probably hiding in the building and then Joel hurts himself and Ellie has to take him off on the horse. Cause we already see the horses. Mm -hmm. We're, We're going to get our scene that that's why Sean, you were like, Oh, how can they do better? We're about to get one of the most powerful scenes in the video game next week. We're going to have Joel, Ellie find out that Joel's trying to pan him, pawn him off to Tommy and Ellie run away. Yeah. And that's what Joel has to admit to Ellie how much he loves her for the very first time. And we're about to get that next week. And I think I'm glad you brought that up. Sorry, Matt, you go ahead, buddy. No, I was just going to hop in. No, I was going to hop in for a quick sec. I think that's where we're finally going to start talking about Sarah. Like, I think that's where all of that's going to start coming. No, she finds out, right? She finds out about Sarah next week. Yeah. Sean, sorry, go on. No, I was just like, we've been talking a lot about how, like, if you can say the words, like, Joel is becoming a little softer in these episodes. Like, I'm going to be curious to see how they make that turn. If that is uh, an incident that happens between, or a conversation that happens between Joel and, and Tommy, and that well, it's he's trying to pawn her off, that he's trying to get rid of her. Well, because the reason why, if you watch in the trailers, she's angry, and they, they make a whole point about it in the trailers going, you got to make sure you know that person. And like, I was like, oh my God, they're oh, talking right, about right. how he's going to turn. And we know from the original way back in the day trailers, they already showed the scene in the house. It's there. Like we know we're getting it next week. So I guess my point is that I wonder how it's going to work out in that it seems like he's like really caring for her now. Like you made it that a point pretty much every single episode of this, um, of this recap series 
and then he's going to try and pawn her off. Like, I wonder if they might have softened him too much too soon. Oh, I see what so you're saying. I think I think we're going to start to see a bit of that fall apart next week is because of Henry and Sam, right? Up yeah. until this point, he he thought he could protect her. And we see a very fundamental shift. They experienced significant loss between Tess and now to that. It's now to Henry and Sam. They suffered significant loss. And I think he's going to start to doubt himself whether he can keep her safe for wherever they're going to need to go. That would work. Because he's going to get them that to Tommy, work. and Tommy's going to be like, I know where this base is, where this next Firefly spot is, but you're going to have to take her even farther. And I think he's going to be like, I've done my job. I've kept her safe this long. I don't know if I can keep going with it. So I think they might take the angle of him severely doubting his ability to take care of her. Yeah. It's well, not It's not as strong, but we'll see. Like, this is where well, it's speculation. you even got to remember in the game – uh, Joel and Tommy are at ends. They haven't yep. talked in years. They're fighting in the tra- in the preview trailer that we see. Joel has a, a, so much joy in his face mm-hmm. when he yells Tommy, and they run and they do like the Rocky Three hug in the water. They do it in the in the trailer. They run at each other and they give a big hug. Joel finally is like, "Oh my god!" Like it's like he could just let it all out. He's like. And that's how we probably hear about Sarah and all that. Like Joel probably has his like I can't do this anymore moment. Yeah. Like I have that been is better. I, I agree. It's it's I think trying coming into conflict with this is Sarah and I can't risk losing her again. I think that's yeah. way better than I don't want her. I she's just cargo. Like that actually yeah. is like so yeah, and I that think could as long have as they, Ellie running, like Ellie's mm-hmm. like, I'm not Sarah. And like, you know, because we're about yeah, to have that that's actually, better. No, yeah, that is the conversation. Remember? She I'm like yeah. she's got it. She finally admits to Joel. She knows about it, mm-hmm. but she she'll find out about it. And she runs away because she obviously overhears Joel probably talking to Tommy, going, "I can't do this." Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. That, yeah. I, okay, I, I feel satisfied. That that okay. feels better. Yeah. I, yeah. As long as you feel satisfied. Right? I'm also wondering my my weird prediction. You guys are being very specific. I think he's gonna like like break a leg or something. I don't know if he's gonna get impaled. Like I think he's gonna. Oh, I'm just his, his injury is gonna be different. No, be, I know, I know. Yeah. But oh, they're doing I these wonder. weird kind of like changes. Like what? I don't know. Um, break a leg. That's not. That I don't know. Bad. I think he's I think lie there. You he's break be, a leg. We gotta. I, all right, hey, I'm gonna ask you guys this. Do they kill the horse? Oh snap. Or do I they kill the rabbit? Does Ellie kill the rabbit? Ellie's gonna kill the rabbit. Yeah, hundred percent. But that'll be like, that'll, that'll be. I think that'll be shot for shot. That'll be seven. Tip arrow. I think that shot for shot, <laughs> shot for shot, the same. The rabbit gets impaled. Like yeah. that's the beginning of the episode. Of seven. hundred oh, percent. Yeah, that'll be that'll be heading into winter and left behind. But yeah, no, I think I think we are gonna get your Firefly pendant court. I don't know if it'll be next episode. I kind of see it being. I don't see how we don't. It's I think be next. Episode. I think it's gonna be in the Firefly base at the end of the series. Ah, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I see. I can see it being there, but um. Sean, I, I, you bring up a good point with his injury because, like, it has to be something significant enough that it takes him off the board, and he has to not be lucid, right? He's not going to let right. Ellie go run around. So, like, maybe we're going to start to see Can't a bit of a him. fake out. Like, he Can't might, shoot him. Maybe he will get shot in the leg or something, and then he trips and falls and gets impaled. You know or what I mean? Matt, they might do maybe something. Maybe they never bear go trap. in the school. It's a bear trap. Maybe, remember we see, Explosive we see arrows. Joel, we see Ellie turning on the horse and yeah. shooting behind. Maybe that's the end of the episode, and then when they get there, Joel is hunched over and falls off the horse, and Ellie's just looking at him because he got shot. Maybe, yeah, because it's these it's the combat scenarios that are different, and yep. like it, in the game, he's in one situation. I don't know if that situation plays out exactly the same way. I've got to get hurt. I'm so totally. You got to make it yeah. like every think about this next week. We're gonna have all these people go. Joel's dead. Yeah, 100%. because everybody keeps dying, and yeah. we're all gonna be like. Ha, ha. 
fooled you. Like, right. you know, and, like, oh, and, and that's what him. I mean. And like, it has to be visceral enough because again, the reaction of him dropping and then getting impaled. We've already, like, and we've like, already seen scenes of him in the hospital, like in the previews. Yeah. Like it, we know it's, he doesn't it's, die. It's such a visceral injury. You know what I mean? It's yeah. something that's so visually like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Yep. It isn't like, How I feel like, survive? I feel like him getting shot would kind of lessen the impact of that moment of, holy, wow, what just happened? I was, like is, he's dead. He's dead. He, he's I kind of feel like the first like, time I played the back. game, I thought he died. Me too. The first time I played the same. game, I thought totally. Me too. I kind of hope that they don't change it. To be honest with you, I don't know. I was just kind of throwing out some. You guys have these weird specific predictions of what's going to happen. Well, like, yeah, we've been doing this. I don't actually want five that. Five episodes, Sean. We it's we we've become. We are literally always sunny in Philadelphia, and we're just like pointing at yeah. our boards <laughs> with our strings <laughs> yes. attached. We're we're like that guy from the sixties, Colonel Colonel Lizatia or whatever it was. Yeah, Cornelius. Yeah, whatever Cornelius. Fillmore. Um, that brings us to the end of the Crespin, episode. People, Google it. Crespin, the Pokemon. Oh, um, Pokemon is terrible. You know what? <laughs> I, gotta say it. I know it's the last of a show, but you Pokemon people, you're nuts. Okay. You're catching digital stuffed animals. All right, Sean what? and I will be back next week for the last of us. Yeah. Of course, we kicked off the show because he's hating on Pokemon, but in all seriousness, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Let us know in the comments. Where do you think we're going next? What did you think of the last episode? Sean wants to know if you don't like it, why? So he can argue with you there. I don't <laughs> want to argue. I just want to know. Arguing. Anyways. Anyways. Um, make sure you follow all of us on Twitters, on the Carpool Gaming. Come hang out with us on Patreon. Check out all the shows, including the PlayStation Drive, each and every week. Court. If they want to follow you specifically, where could they do so? <laughs> See, I had you there. I had you there. You can follow me on Twitter at Court Lalonde, uh, or you can also find me at our car at Carpool Gaming on Twitter. There you go. And what about you, Mr. Pants Man? You can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants, and join the Discord. The Discord is popping off right now. We've got a special channel for this whole conversation. We're all it lights up when a new episode comes on board. So the every, we have people joining in every single day. Mm -hmm. So don't wait. Join Don't us wait. on the Discord. Don't wait. Come hang out with us. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. You didn't do it, man. And war. Oh, wait. No, not unpeace. Hold on. Hold on. This. Okay, wait, guys. Okay, I'm going to unpeace for a second. I'm going to leave all this in, by the way. Because, yes, I we ended it last couple weeks in a very, very special way that Court created that I actually really love. This has been us, and this was The Last of Us. Nice.